0: Welcome to World Collide, the wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans, by wrestling fans. Featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling with Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer. I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans, trading card collectors, back again, and it's another This Is Your Card, and we have another kind of obscure name. Maybe not. I, I don't know. It's R-Truth. What do you think? R-Truth? Yeah. Did someone request this? I don't remember. I don't remember. I'm so bad at this. Uh,
1: I don't remember. It sounds. This sounds like something that someone requested. I think I someone
0: don't... requested it, and I screenshot it and offer. put it in the notes, but... Oh. I, I, he's kind of a you know he's a mainstream guy like still occasionally on WWE tv i think I've, yeah. i don't i don't watch the product religiously anymore but you know he had that 24 7 title run and he was kind of a jokester for a while but as we get into this you're gonna see like there was a point in time where he was like seen as like a legitimate wrestler not just the comedy act that wwe kind of turned oh, yeah. into so uh there's a
1: former nwo world champion
0: yeah yeah well probably get into that as we talk there's a one interesting thing i'll get into that a lot of people are unfamiliar with him which i think is ironic but i digress trading card database according to them 716 cards of r-truth which seems like quite a bit for this level of talent but i think what that is is i think his time in wwe was in that glut of tops product release from like the late the late 2010s into the 2020s. Yep. Like there was so much product and he's in so much of that as we're going to talk about. So and that, he's been around for a long time. I, yeah. He doesn't look like it, but I no. think people, people don't understand that. And again, that goes back to the one interesting thing I want to talk about later, but uh, we'll start off with the rookie card. The first card 2001 is pretty much the rookie year. He's got multiple copies of cards in this set. So it's one of those things where, the market dictates it or you dictate it based on what you want, you know, what the image or what the brand or whatever. And mine is the Raw's war. Number 31 is the card that I chose. I just think it's the image and the card design that best represents him. So I'll let you take it from there.
1: Yeah. Same year, 2001 for me. Um, I I like the, um, championship clash card, number 42. Uh, I like that whole little sub set that make up the base set called Mm -hmm. profile of a champion. Um, you know, but, but you can pick anything from 2001 really uh your your choice is just as good as anything else I mean he's also got a card in the you want to talk about the first card that came out uh from that year would probably be that it, it would be the the Fleer WrestleMania set and he's in mm-hmm. there' K quick yep um so um you know that would be his first card I guess so if you want to go with rookie um uh Fleer WrestleMania card Because so that so, came out
0: first quick side note because we've we've touched on it before but since we're talking about it what's your view on what's considered the first card as far as like naming so r truth ron killings k quick you know what like what is it the first appearance that you would go for as a collector if you were if, if that's specifically what we're talking about obviously you you know if you're a super collector player collector whatever you probably want them all but if you had um, to pinpoint one does the name really matter to you on yeah. something like this
1: one hundred percent does not matter to me. Okay, does does not matter. I don't go after uh, Kane's card from ninety eight Superstars and go, no, you know, his rookie is that for Kane. But he, I have an Isaac Yankum card from uh, you know the magazine card. I, it's it's the human being, the person. The gimmick means nothing. The gimmick doesn't mean anything to me. It's the person who became the gimmick. That whether that made them famous or made them popular or not, um, it, it, that's that's irrelevant to me as a collector. To mm-hmm. me, if I'm going to go after um, you know, I still, yeah, pr- uh, I predominantly go after Dexter Loomis cards, but I also go after, you know, uh, Sam Shaw cards too, because that's right. he wasn't over an impact in TNA. So, um, uh, it doesn't matter to me. Um, I don't care what your gimmick was when you became popular. I care about when you're as a human being, the first time you were on cardboard. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly
0: from Bloomberg. This is the deal each week. You're hear in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business.
1: Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big
0: names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. That's kind of how I am too. I just wanted to throw that out there and get your opinion since we were talking about it. It was a really good example of his name. Um, Best card. So for me... I was constantly looking at cards where he had the mic in his hand because I think that's what he's known for. He's known for the rap. He's known for yep. the for talking and the promos, which I, again, towards the end of the show, we're going to talk about something that he does on the mic that I don't think a lot of people understand. So for me, actually, I went with a more modern release, the 2021 Topps Chrome card number 36. Pick a parallel, take your bass, refract, or whatever it is. But that image to me just sums up our truth K-Quick, like anything I've ever known him for was something on
1: the mic so uh for me i agree with that Uh, something on the mic i didn't even consider that because that's kind of you know mostly his shtick is uh you know mic work for him Mm -hmm. and being funny and you know the comedic stuff um i went with the 2011 tops classic card first off i've really recently have fallen in love with this card set the classic set i think it's a really beautifully designed card set i love it um and uh i love that card of him in card number 53 it's a great profile picture of him he's just freaking ripped in the picture yeah. and it's just a. I think it's a really underrated set i am um, going through uh i've got you know nick from crazy card collector over here uh helping me out here in the store selling um you know selling sorting cards um from uh collections i bought i've got tens of thousands of singles over here i'm trying to merge into other stuff and uh coming across some singles from that set and i, I go Wow. I mean, that was during a time that I wasn't really collecting. So it sort of just didn't really register with me and look at the card set. And I go, this is a really cool looking card set. And I found that one of uh, of our truth. I go, this is a really good looking card. I-, I like this card.
0: You think it's one of those things where it's part of that glut of tops releases? Possibly. Or Definitely it's overlooked. something that's getting lost in the shuffle. I've noticed that, too, with like some of the collections I've purchased that are generally older cards there's like random tops cards in there that I didn't even know existed until I saw them. And then yeah, I had I to mean, I, I, go to your website and look them up. And I'm yeah. like, Oh, there's this whole thing of this. Like it just fell under the radar. yeah, I,
1: for, I, you know, I didn't even, I, I knew when I saw it, I, it's something I forgot about, but knew about like, Oh, I didn't, I totally forgot. Mm-hmm. They put a money in the bank card set out. Oh, I totally forgot. They put out uh, that rival set in 2007 or whatever it was. I totally forgot about this, you know, champion set. you just forget about these ones? Cause they put out, like you said, this, just a bunch of uh, random different kind of cards as I'm sure to probably test the market and see how they stuck Mm -hmm. and maybe make those an annual thing or not. But um, I'll tell you one thing, getting a little off topic. I'll tell you one thing that really drives me insane. And even getting someone like Nick come over here. It's like that. Who's a little more in tune with that kind of stuff than I am um, is going through that era of where they had the flagship heritage, flagship, no flagship, then now forever. (laughs) And then, you know, road to WrestleMania. And they, in sort of these chase cards um, that were continuations in each release mm-hmm. and then trying to find out like, Holy crap, what, what does this one go to? I mean, it, it became, yeah, it's it's, it's difficult. It's really uh, tops did not make it easy to go and. and Interesting
0: and, concept, but not easy yeah. to kind of follow along.
1: So I I've learned quite a bit over the last uh, month or so of uh, you know, everything from 2015 forward, uh, as far as, you know, the flagship, then now forever, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just incredible. But um, yeah, so finding, doing some homework about uh, our about true stuff, I really liked that um, that classic set. It just looks, it looks sweet. I mean, it's just an, a foil set. Uh, the whole entire base set's a foil set. It looks awesome.
0: All right, now onto the worst card and I'll let you kick this off cuz I the th- this I, I'll just let you go. <laughs> um I
1: despise that first off, I shouldn't despise. That's a tough that's a tough thing. Let me let me let me retract. <laughs> uh, um I was not a fan of the whole 3 Live Crew bit that was that's done an in an Understatement, TNA. okay? I was not a big fan of that. Uh and he was part of that. Yeah. Okay. And there is a a small little chase set called uh, the tag team set Mm -hmm. that came out of the 2004 Pacific set, Uh, and he is on as a group on card number three uh, as part of the three live crew. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit, sir. (laughs) Do not like it at
0: all. Do you think this has more to do with your dislike of the card or your dislike of this faction? Because that's I think it's for me. It's the faction.
1: I think it's a combination of both. I think one makes me feel about the other.
0: <laughs> it, like, I think, yeah, well, I remember during this time seeing TNA, and I saw these three out there, and I'm like, "This feels like a, a, it's it's not, but it feels to me, it had that vibe, like it was three old dads out there trying to be cool, and yes. it's just not working." Like, <laughs>
1: yes, yes. Like, dude. Um, sorry, dude, but um, you know, <laughs> your high school called. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, it, I don't know. Um, and and I can't remember. Is he? Is he? Um, Ron Killings? Is he? Kate he's, he's Ron. Uh, Ron Killings. Ron Killings on this yep. one because yep. they switch his name so much in between here. Which is there's another name that he goes by that a lot of people. Like, I keep teasing this because yeah. I have so much to say about the yeah. end of the show, but. <laughs> Um my worst card is actually the one of the whoa, rookie cards the 01 Fleer WrestleMania set not that yeah. not that subset that's got the golds or whatever but it's card number 41 and the reason I don't like it it's an action shot yeah. and i believe he's he's doing like a tiger driver or his finisher or something but you just can't really see, it, it's not a good visual like you can't it's see it very visual. well and it's like i hate action shots anyway so yeah, when you that, combine that an action had... shot with something that's not clear yeah
1: yeah, it's it, it when you can't see the the subject that you're supposed the card's supposed to be about, it's, it, it kind of takes away from it. But yeah. uh, that that set like several of the uh, Fleer set, you know, it had one level of parallel, so mm-hmm. they had they have that card and then there's like a championship gold championship stamped gold. on, yep. yeah, on it. But yeah, another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All
0: right, moving on to what is usually the most fun part of the show where I have so much to say, but so I'll let you go first. Card that we would Um, create.
1: Mine's very simple. I, I I think comical in a sense too. I wanted to be simple and comical. I would just do a dual relic where I would have like the headband of our truth or pick whatever you want. I just think the headband be lower yeah. current run, I guess, kind of thing. But then I'd have like an empty space next to it for little Jimmy. That is because <laughs> little Jimmy because little Jimmy's imaginary. It's like that <laughs> for those who don't know. It's like you know. And I just thought that would be great to have like this an empty space. It's like no, it's a relic from little Jimmy. <laughs> and then there's no
0: relic that, that, that has the same feel to me as the like prism color blast you see running around with john cena and he's not there Yeah, like
1: so it's hilarious though but it'd be funny because it it, it fit one it it fit the character because it's, yes. it's supposed to be comedic uh and two it just be unusual and it's like oh i got an air cut no it's not an air car, it's little jimmy's like oh i get it that's funny i get it so that's uh, just to me my stupid sense of humor carry on no, I,
0: I think it's great <laughs> like i've We've seen it a little bit with Panini, where they they're they're trying to make like con, like a little bit of an effort to put forth into their relics or the num- way a number a card is numbered or something sure. like that. Yeah, they're, um,
1: they're they're trying to really connect with the talent, mm-hmm. so the personality and the card, whatever it's offering, so it's connected to, which is smart.
0: It is, and I just wish it. I wish there was a little bit like what you said. I wish there was a little bit of comedic value because I think. Many times collectors take themselves too seriously. Got to laugh a little bit. Yeah, let's have some yeah. fun. And this this is a prime example. Of which, makes it, which makes which makes fun.
1: sense. You know, if you have a character who is known as being something funny, you know, why not put something together uh, to kind of emphasize that?
0: Right. Yeah. So. All right. Now I'm going the complete other direction, and this is I've, I've kept teasing this and teasing this. The guy that you see with the twenty four seven title on the gigantic corporately sponsored show was at one time a new jack clone essentially in xpw a lot of people don't know this so what i would do is i would cre- i still can't believe xpw even the modern day version does not have trading cards there is right? no xpw cards out there of any kind so somebody should change that anyway so i would create an xpw card one of one with a micro relic in it so people have seen the baseball cards that have the bat knobs in them same concept except it would be a mic and there would be a qr code on the back and you scan that qr code and it sends you straight back to you could pick one of his you know um language filled tirades from his promos in xpw when he was in xpw his name was k malik shabazz (laughs) and he would rip the crowd he it was profanity laden and he, it was just like a different version of New Jack. Not, he, it's not like he was trying to copy New Jack. He was just doing something similar. And for those of you who, did, who have never experienced that R-Truth was actually like a serious heel, it, it's very hard to believe. Go back on YouTube. You can find this stuff everywhere. Just type in R-Truth XPW or Malik Shabazz or you, you can find it. And I think there's even one episode where... Uh, on youtube where the video thumbnail is actually him like leaning into the mic like you can tell he's getting ready to say something he shouldn't and there's a lot of bleeps going on because it was on tv at the time so it's i just wanted to bring that out there to people as i teased at the whole show that it is you know when you start digging into the actual wrestling history for some of these characters we see on cardboard it's amazing the stuff that you can find and i remember seeing it at the time but i wanted to re-bring it up because when you look at what he does now you know, visiting the children's hospital and being on the Snickers sponsored yeah, show yeah. and then going back and seeing the stuff he was saying back then. Totally different guy.
1: Got, Got to be honest. Didn't know that. Learned something new today. It's awesome.
0: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Yeah, that's. I, I just don't love digging in rabbit holes like that. So what do you think about R-Truth going forward? I've seen some people that collect him. From a value perspective, I'll just kick it off. Like, I don't think his stuff's going to go up or go down. I think it's just going to yeah. kind of continue to be what it is. But I think... I think he's a personality that I could see people really latching onto for one reason or another. Now, if sure. you're going to tell me if you're a super collector and you've got to have the three life crew card, I understand. But yep. it, for like, do you know of anybody that was actually a fan of that fact about faction? Cause I do not.
1: I do not. No, okay. I do not. <laughs> personally, I'm sure there's gotta be somebody out there who was like, I, I totally dig this, but um, you know, I, I don't know of them personally. So
0: Nothing against the talents involved. It was just putting them together with that, the, it didn't hip, click hip cool dad act it Yeah, just didn't
1: it, pull no it, it didn't click well it didn't click with me anyways i don't yep. know how long that that lasted but i mean it was important enough for them to go ahead and put them on a card um, true but no, actually on a couple of cards in that set as a matter of fact but um yeah i don't know going forward you know um a nostalgic piece you know again but that's, that's what wrestling really is man i mean you know some guys out there are totally into like uh you know uh whoever i mean um some guys like the Miz, some guys don't, you know, (laughs) know, some
0: guys, (laughs) (laughs) ongoing joke never ends. Uh, some, some
1: guys, you know, are, are Dolph Ziggler collectors. Some guys are, you know, obviously the rock collectors and everything else in between. So, um, I'm sure there's a a market out there for them. Uh, Your investments on our true stuff, unfortunately, no disrespect, Mr. Truth, um, are, you know, not going to help you put your kids through college. Sure. Um, but, um, It'd be fun. Definitely an affordable thing. If you're looking for something fun to collect, something different, Uh, definitely very affordable. I've got to imagine. I haven't done my homework on what his prices go for, but I can't imagine they're going to be going for skyrocketed pricing. No. Um, uh, But it it could be fun. I mean.
0: Something that just came to mind that you just mentioned, and I actually started it with, you know, we've got people that super collect. We've got people that want to put like, he's in the five timers set, I believe. So we have people that want to put together the five timers club sets. But I think maybe his cards and, you know, you can pick it from any year, any name, any parallel autograph, whatever, like whatever you want to pick. I think this, he could be one of those guys that like people want to put a, put together a collection of just memories and nostalgia. They're not, they're not a super, they're just a wrestling fan and they want that art. They're like, oh yeah, I remember when r did this and I, you know, that was funny or that was, you know, I liked his promo or whatever. So they go back and they try to find maybe the year that that happened and what that meant to them. And, you know, just, mm-hmm. so I think he's kind of more that style, just kind of the one-off card for somebody's collection.
1: There are a lot of guys like that. I think too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all again, nostalgic pieces like that, you know, Mike Summer, he collects, you know, Norman Smiley. Right. <clears throat> I mean, there's a guy that not a lot of people probably go out and collect and he's like, you know what? I connected with that character for whatever reason it was. I'm I, I believe he told a story once before mm-hmm. and um, you know, and he's got a cool collection about Norman Smiley stuff, you know, if he had more cards, I'd probably go out there and collect Iron Mark Sharp stuff because I liked him. I, you know, I thought he was a good, bad guy. I just yeah. I just I connected it 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 takes me back to a time watching wrestling on Saturday mornings or whenever the case may be and remember seeing him on there and just going like, oh this guy's like, oh, it's he's gonna beat that guy. Oh man, he lost again. <laughs> you know, it's just it just um it it just takes me back to connecting pieces of you know, somebody who wasn't as big a star to somebody who I end up becoming a fan of, whether it be Rick Rude or Kurt Hennings, like that. Um, and so it just takes that's what wrestling always is, is about taking you down the, those memory lanes. And then be like, you know what? Geez, I'm going to go back and check YouTube and find some old matches. I'll tell you right now, I'm really getting into um, you know, another sidetrack here. With um, a store. I got the TV installed in here. It's so like that. I got the big old 65 inch TV installed out there. I've been watching the, the network a lot. Well, I so called the network. I hadn't watched wrestling like this. In over 15 plus years. And I'm going back. Yeah. And the first thing I went and watched, just randomly, I just picked randomly, I watched the 87 and 88 Survivor Series. Oh, yeah. And man, oh, bring me back to the memories like that the commentating, the crowd reactions, the storytelling in the ring, the characters. It just took me back to that time. It's like having fun, man. It's like, it's just, it's fun having it on the background and like, I can't get work done sometimes. Cause I'm like, I'm just, I get, I'm just watching going, right. Oh man. I, you know And I'm, I'm trying to be, uh, you know, turning my watching or listening into something, some content by creating some stuff for the, you know, the stores, social media handles, you know, trying to engage with people about having conversations and stuff. Uh, and the documentaries on that channel. Oh my God. Like, you know, uh, watching the Scott Hall one on the uh, anniversary. Oh, passing, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, i felt like i was cutting onions in here (laughs) and then um you know then watching the you know 316 day watching the snow i never watched these things i never watched any of them now i'm watching them damn they're good yeah there's some good stuff in there and i'm surprised the amount of obviously not it's some some vulgarity you know that i didn't expect them to let go through on the network Uh, the blood letting all go through on the network um it's just fun to go back and reminisce and that's translates back to what the cards do for me the yep. cards take me back to those times so if you have a guy like R-Truth or a Iron Mike Sharp or you know a uh, special delivery SD Jones or you know whatever the case Barry, may Horowitz. Be, Barry Horowitz you know I mean uh the Rougeau brother I mean whatever it may be if you're into that that is awesome man that is Agreed. awesome that that wrestling cards can take you back to that and that's where I find someone to be like a Ron Killings, R-Truth, whatever you want to call him. Um, I think his cards could be fun for someone if that's who you're
0: into. Yep. Collecting. Every time we do
1: one of these, it's it's like, we'll have a big mainstream name or someone small. I mean, hell, we start off with Beefcake and we've gone, you know, down this rabbit hole with Paul Heyman and different things like that. I mean, um, it, there's, it's different strokes for different folks, man. And I just think it's so cool that there's so many characters in wrestling. And if you're a fan of wrestling, and you just like, I mean, Dexter Loomis, I just watched his first match for my entire life just a couple days ago.
0: That's saying But I remember this I whole never, time you've been collecting him and you haven't watched it.
1: Never watched <laughs> him like that. I haven't heard him speak, but I have never watched him like that. So it's just um, interesting. I go, okay, yep. I guess this is what I'm collecting. <laughs> but. Um, Having fun with it, and that's all it really matters—is having fun with it. We talk about this over and over again in so many episodes, like a broken record. It's just about having fun, and we have to constantly—and I want to do that in 2023. I want to just pound it into people's heads about having fun. Don't get caught up in the negativity. Just do what you were supposed to do with the wrestling cards to begin with, which was to have collect and have
0: fun. Yep. Yeah, and that's something that when I, you know, we always mention this. Thoughts on this person's card going forward and something I have to continually like I know this but subconsciously I'm not thinking about it when we're talking about this is that you know not everybody's a super collector and not everybody is collecting high end like there are people out there who just Mm -hmm. want they want the one off 1990 classic they want the one off 2022 prism. Like they just want those one-off base cards because, it, or a parallel, an autograph, whatever it is, because it means something to them, like you just said. And I think that's what a lot of us have to continue to remember is that not everything has to, not not every person identifies as a super collector. Not everybody identifies as a set collector. Not everybody ideas identifies as a investor, quote, footer mm-hmm. whatever. There's people from all spectrums. It takes all of us to keep this going. Yeah. And I think it's just something that we've got to stop. Stop and realize when we kind of think about what we say, and I'm just as guilty as anybody else. I probably said stuff that's incorrect. I know I've said stuff that's incorrect, or uh, maybe I was too opinionated on something, but something to just keep in mind as you're just scouring the world of wrestling cards and talking to people in the community and just realizing that everybody's doing different things, different ways. And as long as people are talking about it, as long as people are buying and as long as people are collecting, I see no problem with any of it.
1: Yeah, and that's what our truth is. I think our truth is a a, a perfect character uh, to kind of uh, to to equate this to because it's somebody who you know uh, let's be honest, is never going to be that upper echelon, but he's also never going to be that bottom barrel kind of guy. Um, he's just somewhere in, in kind of mediocre. Merit and mediocre is a bad word. Um, just you know, just in that mid card. He's a mid Mid-card, card you know.
0: with a little bit more like entertainment value I entertainment values yeah. like that it's
1: like you know we've got guys like that over the years with you know our truth and santino Morella and there's another good know, one yep. um, you know things like that where um they're fun um and if you're a collector looking for fun and an affordable time and uh, affordable stuff these are the kind of guys that i think and that's what our truth is always going to be that way i think it's going to be always be affordable kind of guy um you might see a spike in his stuff if he were to get inducted in the hall of fame sure. or something like that whatever like everybody uh would probably um, tend to be, but, um, just fun. I think it be a fun collections like that. You know, uh, every time we have t- conversations like that, like this, when we talk about this is your card, um, it always makes me kind of think about like, is there somebody else out there along those lines, these lines that I, maybe I might want to go after. Cause this could be kind of a fun project.
0: I'll, no, I'll, no, I'll no Tony,
1: yep. I don't need another project.
0: That's <laughs> what I was going to say. Like I, I am a stickler for being focused on what I've done and what do I do, do exactly what I tell people not to do is I, all of a sudden I start straying because of yeah. what you, you know, I'm still like, I'm I'm looking at those kabooms coming out and I really want that rock card, but I'm like, ah, if I, if I do that, then I can't buy all this other, like, it's just, yeah, it's part of it. It's part of the hobby. Yeah. It's what we do. Yeah. Part of the, um, the fun. Cause if we're not sitting here yep. and thinking about it and we're just, you know, buying the cardboard and throwing it in a box and never looking at it or thinking about it or talking about it. Why? What's sure. the point? So that's right. All right, let everybody know where they can find you or anything else you've got going on you want to mention.
1: Uh, just over here running the store here, the Wrestling Guy Store Phoenix. Phoenix. Um, always bringing in some talent. We've got we some names lining up here. I'm not going to say anything right now. It's got some names. I've talked to some people throughout the year going to come in and, uh, you know, meet the fans, sign some autographs, take pictures, and we'll be taking the mail orders in as well. But, you know, check us out over at the Wrestling Guy Store, uh, phx.com or uh, wgsphx.com. Both take you to the same place. Um, and then for wrestlingtradingcards.com, right there wrestling uh you find all of our social media handles in the bottom of every single page uh you know jump on there interact you know share your cards show us what you got you got our Ar- uh truth cards man what's your favorite our Ar- truth card out there what let's do you let's hear what it do you have let's, let's see, see, those see those pictures what you got. tag us in it see what you got man don't be afraid to tag and uh let's talk about our Ar- truth cards
0: what about absolutely you? yep and and i'll kind of piggyback on that um you can find me wrestling with cards on youtube wrestling with cards my solo podcast links to everything Tony talked about links to everything. And I've mentioned ways you can get a hold of us, the other content that we've got going. You can find that in the show notes of this video or the show notes of the podcast. If you're listening to the audio only version, we appreciate your time. Thank you for taking the time out of your day when you could have been doing anything else to listen to us talk about our truth. I mean, if you're doing that, then that shows that you really do care about the hobby and wrestling and you're having fun. You know, it's what we want to bring, bring to light different ways to have fun. So I'm, I, Tony, I know you you want to talk about like um not talking about negative stuff. Con- continue to do positivity. And I'm not so much like that. I'll talk about the negative things when I'm supposed to, but I just keep going back to like, what are you what are you doing? What am I doing? What's everybody else doing if we're not having fun? Like we can still what? be negative, you can still be positive. But if you're not having fun, why are you even doing any of this? So Guys keep doing what you're doing. I hope this video this video this audio I hope it brings you some sort of value, some sort of way that helps you collect or maybe think about something differently. I think that's what we've always wanted to do is bring a point, counterpoint and kind of make you use your critical thinking skills when it comes to I collect this because of this, maybe I should change my direction, maybe I should start this new PC. Although me and Tony both think that's probably a dangerous game, but it is what it is. <laughs> that's what we play when we're in part of the hobby. So we well, thank you. Please subscribe. Leave us a review wherever you're listening to this. Give it a like. And more importantly than any of that, maybe share it with a friend, share it with a collector, share it with a wrestling fan, sports card collector. It doesn't matter. Just get it out there. Tony's rocking and rolling. I think he's got something he wants to say.
1: All right, guys. Now, don't forget, man. Um, wrestling cards rule.
0: Goodbye. Goodbye.